you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. Dory Shafrier is on maternity leave with her adorable baby. And with me today is, dare I say, I don't even want to say a friend of the pod. I'm going to say an uncle of the pod? <gasps> a, a, uh, a fearless leader of the pod? What am I going to call you? I mean, uncle pod sounds <laughs> feels good. <laughs> Let's say producer of the podcast, Sammy Junio, who has been with us since day one, literally even like negative day one, is here to step in as guest host of this mini episode. And a friendly reminder, Sammy and I are not experts. We are two friends. We don't talk a lot about serums together, but you listen to me talk a lot about serums. Yeah, and it's a delight. Well, thanks, Sammy. We do talk a lot about dogs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sammy is... In another life, a dog whisperer. In this life, a dog That's true. And I mean, like outside of the podcasting, although podcasting and dogs kind of go hand in hand. You're at somebody's home, you're podcasting, their dog is there. Yeah. Pod dogs are a lot. Pod dogs, you know, you could start an Instagram called Pod Dogs. I actually was uh, at my friend's house and their roommate was dog sitting a dog that I know. And is that the dog that was in like a diaper and suspenders yeah, Maddie. on your Instagram? Uh-huh. Yeah, Maddie. So uh, I Instagram tagged her owner and her owner was just like, oh, you two should have a series together. I was just like, oh, that's on your mind? <laughs> Me and oh, your, that's it? your dog in, sus- <laughs> that dog was in suspenders. Yeah, to hold up the diaper. <laughs> Maddie. 
I like I like stepped foot into the apartment and I was just like oh that's Maddie and I like I like picked her up and I held her for like five minutes I couldn't I can't with that dog she's like 800 years old <laughs> she so was so cute you should be following uh <sighs> Sammy on it underscore your underscore Sam for great quality dog content uh and Sammy you have graciously agreed to join mm. us for this mini episode I have because I can't give advice on my own I need a friend here I am and uh, on many episodes, this is where we hear from you, our listeners. We share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, our ability is as podcast hosts and podcast producers, not as mental health professionals. So, you know, always please seek outside help for any question you might have, whether it be about eyeshadow or therapy. Ask a professional. A mental health professional, especially. <laughs> Can you imagine? For your eyeshadow. You know what? I do talk to my therapist about anything and everything and i feel like they wouldn't be upset if i was like listen got an eyeshadow question (laughs) do i need a primer uh if you do want to reach us our voicemail number is 781-591-0390 and you can always email us at forever 35 podcast at gmail.com and we are going to kick things off with a voicemail about a controversial topic that i'm I'm not sure it's come up on an episode yet, and I'm excited. It maybe has, and I'm excited to dig in, Mm. dare we say, Mm. pun intended. Kate whores. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hi. um, So I just have a really quick question slash poll that um, is always a topic of conversation between me and my friends. I don't know why, but it's about Q-tips. First of all, why were they even invented? And second of all, do you use them? And if so... Do you put it in your ears to clean your ear? Um, I know you're not supposed to. I know that everything on the box says do not put this into your ear canal, but I do it every day, sometimes multiple times a day, because it feels so good. Um, I know I'm not the only one. I know a lot of people love shoving the Q-tip in there, too, but I'm sure there's some people who do other things with their Q-tip. Um, that's it. Thanks. Bye. Are you a Q-tip ear swabber, Sammy? Absolutely, I am. Yeah, me too. Oh, it feels so good in it's there. It's the best what, feeling. What frustrates me is, though, is that Q-tips is the brand and ear cleaners, like, if you buy a non-Q-tip ear cleaner, there's something about, like, the the little stick thing that was just, like, always doesn't hold up you're saying that the q-tip quality is better than any sort of generic yeah yeah i i 100 percent agree and i notice a difference when my when my husband who's also a big q-tip he's like a daily q-tip user oh same you do daily oh yeah i'm like every in the middle of the day no wait like this rush (laughs) (laughs) you're hitting a low just shove a q-tip well uh, like it what does make me laugh about q-tips is that i bought them recently and nowhere in the q-tip box does it like they are adamant that you do not put them in your ears i think any doctor would say do not put them in your ears because apparently I mean, not only can you hurt your ear but it just like shoves the earwax back into it it doesn't actually help remove it right. is my understanding again let me reiterate not a medical professional talk to a medical professional about q-tips uh dr sammy here let me just <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, sure. It, but it takes stuff out of there. I, I also 
find it rewarding when I use a Q-tip and I get some stuff. Yeah. Is that gross? No, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. Do you also like look at your tissues after you blow into them? Sometimes. It's so fun. It's Bodies like, are so silly. Bodies are so weird. <laughs> they, I, I, yeah. It's kind of like when you look in the toilet to see what came out. Oh, yeah. Totes. You know, I don't think there's any, like any, anything any shame in examining the things that come out of our body. It's right? true. I mean, that's part of the reason why diva cups are so fun. <laughs> oh, shit. Diva <laughs> cups are crazy. <laughs> Have you... Diva cups. I once... Uh, I, I, I think a lot about them because they're very handy, but then the extraction of the diva cup is a fucking journey. It's a little, little silly. It is, but they work very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say that my nutritionist that I have talked about working with on, I think I've ta- mentioned this, that I'm working with a nutritionist on intuitive eating and they're like gung ho about like checking out your poops. Cause that's how you can see how you're digesting stuff. Sure. So like they're really encouraging me to really be checking things out. How did we get from here from cot, from ear uh, swabbing oh, to here? Just the things that come, come out, out of, of your body. body. The caller asked who invented Q-tips and I Wikipedia that. <gasps> Give it to they us. were invented in 1923 by a Polish-American man named Leo Gertzenzang after he watched his wife attach wads of cotton to toothpicks. Ooh. Here's an interesting tidbit. This is all according to Wikipedia. I am reading directly off the site. His product, originally named Baby Gaze, Q-Tips Baby Gaze, and finally just Q-Tips, went on to become the most widely sold brand of cot- brand name of cotton swab buds. There you go. What was wife using? Toothpicks with cotton wads? To put in her ear? Yeah. Ooh. I know. And it says here, although doctors have said for years that it's not safe to use cotton swabs for ear cleaning, it remains the most common use. <laughs> so I feel like we're the, the world is like, well, fuck you, doctors. We are digging in with those cotton swabs. If you're not putting it in, LOL, what are you doing with it by your ear? A Q-tip? Yeah. Just maybe cleaning out like the crevices. I think maybe you're not supposed to use it for, like I have been using a Q-tip to, um, to put tea tree oil on a zit. That was the, well, that's kind of the only other time I've ever used a Q-tip for something other than my ears. Sure. It was like, this was the best way to apply a little bit of tea tree oil on a pimple. Okay. I mean, do you use a Q-tip for anything else? Um, I have a hole in my tooth. Wait a second. <laughs> Sammy. Every time you're on this podcast, you learn something... <laughs> So new about you. What? I have a hole in my tooth from a cavity. Ow. And uh, I'll take a, an, an ear cleaner and put hydrogen peroxide and kind of use that to drip it in there. And clean out the hole that's in your tooth? Mm-hmm. Do we, do we need to get you to a dentist to get that fixed? <laughs> Probably. Okay, we're going to talk about that <laughs> off the air. Ear cleaners. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> we have another voicemail. This one is about an entirely different topic. Are you ready? Yes. Hi, Kate and Dory. Uh, I hope you can hear me all right. My name is Gabby. I'm currently driving across Washington State to Seattle. I just finished my junior year at Washington State University. Um, And I'm driving to Seattle because I'll be living there over the summer with my boyfriend, which is really exciting and scary, but, like, that's a question for another time. Uh, My question for you guys is I have been applying to internships and jobs and trying to find something to do over the summer 
And it's been getting really frustrating because I've been getting a lot of rejection. So I was just wondering if you guys have any good tips for self-care during that time. Um, just because it's really hard when you try to feel confident about applying places and you want to feel like secure. And I know this is going to get even worse after I graduate college, like trying to find actual full-time jobs out in the real world. So I was just wondering if you guys had any advice about self-care during that. So thank you. I love the show. You guys are like older sisters that I've never had and I've always wanted. So thank you guys so much. Oh, oh, that's very nice. Thank you for thinking of us as older sisters. Well, Sister Kate, I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> um, dealing with rejection specifically during the job process. Mm. My, my friend, comma listener, the frustrating thing about rejection is that you're right. Like this is never, it's always going to be a part of life. So getting to a place in which you come up with tools to process it, I think is really wise. So kudos to you for thinking long term here and also i would say rejection is across the board it's going to be with jobs it's going to be with friends with partners with all sorts of situations but dealing with it on the job front i would say get yourself a great song a confidence boosting song that when stuff is rough or you're opening yet another email rejection or whatever it is or not hearing back from a job you interviewed for four weeks ago and you're like where the heck are they I would give yourself like your rage song Ooh, what is your rage song for some reason all that's coming into my brain is eye of the tiger but I don't think mm. I've ever played that <laughs> in a moment of like needing to be fired up I like uh uh, secondhand news by Fleetwood Mac for someone that's always that's always made me like kind of get oh. a little rally. You just need a song that's going to kind of revive you. Sure, I think is in terms of like a very basic coping mechanism. Yeah, that's fair. Do you have have you have you dealt with career rejection? Not necessarily, oh. but that's only because I am a coward and I only go out for things that I already have. <laughs> this is interesting. So. uh I mean, it's it's brave enough to just apply it to anything. I know this person's already like putting themselves out there and doing an amazing job. What's, yeah. What about like any sort of reject? Like, what about relationship rejection or any other rejection in like another form? Do you have coping tools for it? Uh, yeah, I listen to uh, the Gaston song from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Sammy, the one that's like Gaston, Gaston, how I love my that one. Da 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 da. Uh, Yes, where they're singing about Gaston like in the bar. How, how, yeah, that one, how yeah. like, sexy and perfect he is. Uh-huh. And that gets you fired up? Yeah, it sure does. Sammy, are you serious? That's your that's your rejection song? I love this so much. Yeah. What is it about that song? Well, they're just like, I mean, I, he, Gaston's a real bad dude. He's terrible. But like, just his friends are just like, no, dude, you're great. And you're ridiculous. And look at all this stuff. And you eat all these eggs. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I think, don't you think music helps? Absolutely. With like, it just get, it just gets you like centered and can give you a little injection. I don't know if confidence, but it just can like bring that feeling of power back into your being. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A point, it's confidence song is like a very good 
part of like self-care when you're like feeling down on yourself a confidence song yeah i like it called that lane do you have a confidence song Okay, Lane's weighing in. Right now it's uh, Pretty Pimpin' by Kurt Vile. Oh, that's a good... Okay, Lane <laughs> recommends Pretty Pimpin' by Kurt Vile. That's a good song. <laughs> Any song that you like can't help but feel yourself to. Yeah. Jen, Jen Gotch, um, who you can follow on Instagram, who's the founder of Bando, uh, which is an online company, uh, has this thing that she does on her Instagram called Trash Can Dance, where she dances next to the trash can and like just really d- commits to being in her body and dancing. And that feels very empowering for me. I mean, I think like when we're thinking about rejection, a lot of the times it's like that kind of stuff that just like little things you can do to still feel your own power and strength because rejection, it's, it can be very not dehumanizing, but it can just kind of, it sucks. It sucks. It makes you feel like you have no control over anything. And obviously is a big, you know, blow to the old self-esteem. Sure. Yeah. But just like, I, this is obviously easier said than done, but just remind yourself that them, they're missing out on you Mm. and you're great and fantastic. And when you're dancing to your confidence song, like shove it to them. You're missing out on how fun you are. The other thing I would say is that for all the rejection you're going to get, there are going to be yeses in the world and you, and to experience the high and the joy of the yes, there's always going to be rejection. So you are doing, I think you're doing yourself such a great service by thinking about it and coming up with tools for it now. Whew. Oh, Sammy. Mm. Confidence song. Someone's got to make that playlist. Ooh, do it. We should, that will be a fun Instagram question. I'm going to pose that to the audience on the old Instagrams. Your confidence song. Five, five confidence songs. Sammy's is the Gaston song from (laughs) Beauty and the Beast. Mine is a Fleetwood Mac song. Really, that really says a lot about who we are. I think. <laughs> I think so too. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know. Maybe you're like us, and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep, and that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now they dissect issues women face in the U.S., and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass, because this is the year you can really learn from the best to Become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation 
with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe Capture Your Vision Through Photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? (laughs) No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, Oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. Sammy, we have another voicemail. Let's do it. It's a little long. It's, It's sensitive. Let's dig in here. Hi, Kate and Dory, or Kate and co-host while Dory is out. Um, My name is Sarah, and I am calling with a question about dealing with your own guilt when you live away from your parents. Um, I grew up in the Boston suburbs as well, represent 781, um, and now I live in the Washington, D.C. area. And I have a lot of reasons for wanting to be here. Um, This is where I started my legal career. I just got a new job. I'm moving in with my boyfriend in like actual weeks. Um, But my parents are going through a really hard time where they live in Massachusetts. They just moved my grandmother up from Florida. She's struggling with dementia and some physical health issues. And my dad is injured, can't drive. They have a great support system of friends up there. Um, But it's just, I feel so bad that I'm not there to like pick my grandmother up 
from the hospital and take her back to her new assisted living because neither of my parents can really make it. It's a long story. Anyway, without dumping all the details on you, I feel shitty about not being able to help more on a day-to-day basis. I try to call almost every day and do what I can, but I have, like, a really immense amount of guilt about it to the point where sometimes I'm like, should I just move home even though I don't want to? I want to be here. My life is here, but my family is there, and I, I'm i having trouble squaring that, and I just feel bad. Um, anyway, I know that you both live far away from your parents as well. Um, And if you have any thoughts on how to get through the periods of guilt about this, I assume that you have those. I think everybody probably does. Um, But anyway, thanks for everything. I, and thanks Nora for being a great co-host this week. I just got through that episode and um, this has been a very long voicemail, but anyway, thanks again to you both. And um, I'd really appreciate your thoughts or other listeners thoughts um thanks and have a great rest of the weekend bye okay oof wow listener totally feel you sammy you live away from your family as well yeah we uh are pretty spread out yeah you're all over right like Mm -hmm. you've got family in colorado you've got family in vegas yeah so my parents and my eldest sister and her I almost said wife, her husband, <laughs> uh, live in Las Vegas. And my sister lives in Denver and my two of my nephews live in Denver or the surrounding areas. And then one of my nephews lives in Durango. Uh, I live in LA as, as well as my brother and my sister. So that's a lot of family spread out. Yeah. And we used to all be concentrated in Colorado aside from my sister that's been in LA. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's so rough because we did we did grow up like so tight-knit and close and stuff and we've always been there for each other when things get really rough and uh my sister and my parents are going through some health things too and it is really really hard to be away from them um but i think that this if you're spinning it like your parents are proud of you and you have found a good life and you're living the best way that you can and your happiness is important to them. But also they've figured it out and they're managing. Yeah. And also it sounds like this listener, like listener, I know can, I know the feelings of guilt and I think sometimes they can cloud us from seeing reality. And the reality is you're doing a lot already. Like you are showing up in the ways that you can. Um, And maybe we can brainstorm some other things you can do so you feel like you are contributing. But like the fact that you're in touch with them and the fact that you are conscious that it's hard, like you, I I bet you're, you are doing more than you realize. Right. And also I do think it's like this weird catch 22 with parents where like they want you to be like out living your best, like being true to yourself and living your life. And all, you know, like when my mom was really sick, uh, my mom, I don't know, not, I, I talk about this all the time and wrote a book at it about having a dead mom, but still people find, are just finding out that my mom had pancreatic cancer 12 years ago. I sh- like, I moved home to help take care of her and she would be like, please go back to New York and go see your friends and do your job. Like do the things you love. Like, sh- like she was like, please go away. <laughs> Even though I was helping care for her, you know, cause I think they want you 
I think oftentimes, and I, I know obviously we can't speak for every parent to ever exist in the world, but parents, parents do want you to be focusing on your own life and your own relationships and growing yourself as a person. So I think if you, if there are things you can do that you feel are concrete to help, whether that is checking in with a voicemail or FaceTime, whether that is contributing financially, if that's something you want to think about or, you know, like getting your parents a housekeeper or, or, you know, maybe there's, you can send them a gift card for, I don't mean there's certain things you can do. Yeah. You can help get a food delivery service or someone to get their groceries for them, or you can just make sure you check in. And I think that means a lot. Yeah. And you said you call them, Almost every day. I mean, take it one step further and get like Marco Polo or one of those apps where you just like send little cute little videos over. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a ongoing thread and you can, and your parents can like easily watch them and go back and just be, if they miss you and you're haven't sent a video yet, like there's just, there are, there are a lot of things to keep in close communication if you're far away. And I will say, um, DC to Boston, you could do the Amtrak if it's, again, we obviously don't know like your financial situation, but if it's affordable for you, you can, you know, fly, maybe try to fly home every eight, you know, if you want to try to figure out little ways where you can be present while still maintaining your life in DC, I think that's definitely something you could consider, but be kind to yourself. It sounds like you are a really thoughtful family member and are probably already doing a lot more than you realize. And just your support and phone calls probably mean a lot. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 
at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code over 50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. True that. Sammy, can I, we just wrap it up with one final email? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, here's the email. Kate, this is for me, Sammy. I also share your love for Costco. Right now I live 15 to 20 minutes away from two really good Costcos. However, I will be moving shortly and my nearest Costco will be 30 minutes away. This is like a math problem that I had to do in high school. <laughs> is it silly that this is one of my concerns? It is going to be so hard now to swing by and purchase my beloved olive oil or my huge bag of chia seeds. Any advice on how to cope with my loss of Costcos close to where I live? Well, this is a travesty and a tragedy. Losing your close Costcos, I can't imagine. You don't frequent a Costco, do you, Sammy? I don't. I mean, you are an individual who lives alone. I have have a roommate. roommate. Yeah. Well, they actually uh, ever got a Costco card, and so she's always like, you need anything for the grocery store? It's like, (laughs) no, I don't want 700 pounds of chicken breast, but thank you. (laughs) Well, look, I do. Listener, Look, I understand. I I don't think it's silly to take these kinds of things into consideration. Living near a grocery store is is important. Knowing where your food and products are coming from, especially if like you have budgeted and Costco is what works best for you. I get it. It's a that's annoying. I would say though, listener, I don't know if you work during the day at a place outside of the home, if leaving if you can set up some time to make I don't know if you have family children, I don't know your deal. So I don't want to be like, hey, go on a Monday at 10 o'clock when you might be in the office seeing patients at your veterinary business. I just made up a life for this listener. They're a vet. Um, But I would say like, maybe you can figure out what is what you love to get from Costco. And you're just gonna have to get into a new rhythm of when you go, of how often you go, of what you buy, of how much you buy. Look, there's a whole science to Costco. And I think you already know what works for you now. And you're just going to have to adjust. And, you know, 30 minutes, put on a good podcast or an audio book or, you know, like a conf- your confidence boosting song playlist that we are going to put together. Make it an experience if you can. Maybe you go once a month. Stock up on all those chia seeds. Buy more olive oil than you normally get. Hopefully you have a big storage facility for all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's silly. It's moving. You have to change like your whole pattern of behavior and where you go and what you frequent and your gas station and your pharmacy like that. It, that disrupts everything. So it's not even though it sounds silly when we're like, we're sad. I'm sad about losing my Costco or whatever it might be. I get it. You have to get a new coffee shop. You get a lot of new stuff when you move. Sammy, you want to weigh in here? Uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, habit breaking your habits or what's it? Uh, breaking your habits. Yeah, breaking your habits is hard and tough, but you'll figure it out, especially because Costco is like a really, really great place. And the best thing about it is it is in bulk. Yeah, so right? You'll be, yeah, it'll be fine. Costco's actually like built for you to move far away. Yeah. There are people who I think like go, who live two hours from a Costco and probably go once every two months and pack up the car. Yeah. And drive home Ugh. full of chia seeds. Love it. And you could also like, let's say you have kids, make it, you know, you can go, you could have lunch, you can eat a hot dog, yeah. one of the yogurt parfaits. You ever been to that cafe at Costco, Sammy? No. 
you are missing out. I know. It is. The pizzas at Costco are fantastic. So maybe you can get your gas. So maybe you can make it a bigger thing so that you don't have to do it as frequently. Right. Make it a little bit more fun. Make it like a family vacation or oh. like a personal self-care Costco spa day. There you go. There we go. Well, listeners, Sammy, mm. thank you for stepping in and taking on this task of mini episode questions. Not easy. No. It's hard work. Wowie. Yeah. But <laughs> I appreciate your, your input here. And listeners, thank you so much. Uh, Sammy, just a quick shout out. Where can we find you? Uh, go to my Instagram, it underscore your underscore Sam. Get really silly on there. Twitter, I'm at Sammy Junio, S-A-M-E-E-J-U-N-I-O. Very silly there as well. Uh, don't find me on Facebook. <laughs> I like how you're silly everywhere. Also, Sammy is the executive producer of a new show on Netflix, which you should definitely watch. It's called Historical Roasts. Yep. Out on Memorial Day. Binge it and then tell Netflix to keep going. Yay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.